0: It's Saturday, February 6th, 2016, and you're tuned in to a special nighttime puppy and kitten bowl edition of the Missy Show, where you're premiere source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and joining me once again is my partner in pet fun, my lovely co-host, Dee. So how are you, Dee, on this puppy and kitten bowl eve? It's weird because it's late at night. It's a weird kind of vibe. I like it though, but it's 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 a, it's a strange kind of vibe. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, our, our ten o'clock shows are a little bit different, you know, because as you guys know, we normally go on at five central. So this this is different, but I mean, it's cool. It's, it's cool. cool. It's cool. We've got a. It's sort of like a more you know I don't know i want to say grown up vibe, but it's like we're later. We're up at night. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't. I was trying to think. Back to our first show that we did at 10 p.m. And I don't know if it was like the our international show where we had our special guests calling in. I don't know if that was our first 10 o'clock one, or it was. It was it, that may have been our second one because I think yeah. we done one before that. Yeah, we did one before that one, and and I don't know. It's just it's. I, I like it's like nice little. You know, I want to have music playing in the background or something. I don't. <laughs> It's a you know, I just thought about it actually, our first one was the Anything Goes show because I remember our special uh guest for the international show he was supposed to be on that week, but something came up, and he wasn't able to air it um to be on, and we had to come up with something, so that was our any goals. I think that was like our first ten o'clock show There you go there you go yeah is that well, this is. This is the day before the day. This this is our Saturday before the Dick Kitten Bowl and Puppy Bowl games get kicked off. And um, I'm excited about seeing some adorable puppies and kittens battle it out on the field. You know, I've been looking at some of the pictures. It's Puppy Bowl and Kitten Bowl Eve. So I'm excited. And looking at some of the pictures, they're so cute. Oh, my gosh. They're so cute. All of them. They are. they are. It just makes you want to get a big truck and just scoop them up and just bring them all back with you. And just have them in the house and you sit there and you think, what am I doing? But they're all so cute. <laughs> they're all adorable. All oh, of their little faces and their little paws and them. They're just, oh my gosh, it just makes your heart hurt in a good way, though. It, they're all so cute. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, because the good thing is it's all in the name. I mean, it is fun, but they're also bringing awareness to the important issue of pet adoption. So that's what's so positive about both of them, and
1: yes. that's why
0: we're dedicating this whole episode to the puppy and kitten bowl. And we're yes. going to take you behind the scenes on some of the stuff, and we'll you know place some focus on the people and the organizations that come together to make both of them possible. So that's what we're going to try to to get into our thirty minute show. It's always that we have so much good information. We rarely get to say all of it, but as usual, we'll post anything that we don't get to or even the stuff we get to on our social media pages. Yeah, you know, we'll, we have it and we can get it out there to you guys, but this show is is just, I mean, not just for its cuteness, like you were saying, Jay, but it's also for good cause. I mean, the, the meaning behind it, the, the work that's being done behind the scenes for the cause of pet adoption is awesome and it's just wrapped around a great kind of forum of this Puppy and Kitten Bowl. Yes, yes. But before we get started, and this is still Puppy and Kitten Bowl related, but we're going to give out the answers to yesterday's pet trivia question. Uh-oh, here um, <laughs> So last week we found out that there are two teams playing in the Puppy Bowl, we found out we've got team Ruff and we've got team Fluff. Okay, so now that we know there are two teams, the question is how many dogs total will be playing in this year's puppy ball? So, what's your okay. estimate, Dee? How many total puppies will be playing with the two teams combined? Uh, I'm going to say, because uh, I've been looking at them, but I didn't pay that any <laughs> <laughs> Um. Um, mm, 20? Actually, um, your guess is low. There's going to be more than 20. Y'all. 50. <laughs> We're going there. Now too high? The actual answer is okay. 49. Wow, really? hmm Wow, okay, that's maybe why I could just stroll from and look at all the puppies. okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's going to be 49 of them playing this year. It it could have been more when they first started out, but it's going to be 49 of them who will actually be on the air tomorrow, and they come from 44 shelters and rescue organizations across the U.S. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness, that is so awesome. I didn't know it was that many, though. I didn't know it was that many. Yeah, I I was kind of shocked myself. I was like, okay, I didn't know it was that many of them playing so yeah, that's a lot of puppies. So maybe they don't have them all on the field at one time. All oh business time. I don't know. That could be chaos. Yeah, a few you know, chaos, but chaos. You no, know, it's probably like how they do when you're doing a photo shoot for or a commercial or something or TV show with babies. And so you know, little kids. You usually cast twins. So when one starts to get fussy, you kind of take the other one out and put the other mm-hmm. one in. So, for this, if you get one that's sort of like not doing anything or just kind of existing, they're like, okay, take, take you know, banjo out and put caves in and <laughs> keep, it <going. laughs> keep it going. So, it's probably the whole thing about why they have so many of them, which, I mean, how can you have too many puppies? Please, come on. Really? Yeah, exactly. There's no such <laughs> thing as too many puppies. It might be the only thing, the only time I would say it might be too many is when it's time to. To scoop up their poop, but other than that exactly, no such thing as too many puppies. I think I read somewhere where they have a pooper-scooper super person that goes around picking up the poop, so you know, they, they're prepared. <laughs> they're prepared. And you know what? I believe that's so because um, I attended a Mardi Gras parade last night and there was actually a person whose job it was to scoop up the horse poop. There you go. You know, is is that like you know, something you can apply for where you say, oh, hey, look. Um, But but the thing is, it's like there were these big, quiet little horses that came down the street, and and they just sort of let go. And then maybe about, you know, two minutes later, because the wind was sort of carrying it, the the scent was hitting us, and we were like, okay. But luckily this person came along, and they were on their little motorized cart, and they had this big barrel on the back of it and he had this big scooper, and he just sort of went to scooping it up and put it in his barrel and hopped back on, and he followed the rest of the plate. So that was his job. I hope you guys applauded him because, (laughs) you know, you know what? There is a purpose for everything and everyone in this world. Right then and there, i would be like, you know what? I'm loving you right now. (laughs) Right now you are the most important thing in my life right now. Thank you so much. Oh, trust me, we were loving him because things got a lot less smelly <laughs> after he <laughs> left. And the clown's still in the show, great. Yay, okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay, that's right. We have a second component to the question. Now we have a kitty-related trivia question. Okay. Okay. Monty Hairball <laughs> is one of the starting line of kittens playing in this year's Kitten Ball. The question is, What team does Monty play for? Uh, So I'm going to give you your four options. I'll I'll actually name the teams for you. You have your favorites, which are Boomer's Bobcats. You have the Last Hope Lions. You have the Home and Family Feline. And then you have the North Shore Bengals. So which one of those teams does Monty Hairwall play for? Um, you know, exactly. I'm going to go with my team just because I want to save Boomer's Bobcats. Um, <laughs> I'm going with Boomer's Bobcats. Well, unfortunately, Dee, it's not them. Oh, womp, womp, womp. Monty is actually playing for the Last Hope Lions. Okay. And... You know what? I, I was gonna. I, I meant to tell you earlier, but um, but our friend who just recently got a uh, is it a blue Russian kitten? It is a blue Russian cat, and it is like you said. If you've ever seen the movie Pet Cemetery, it is the cat that is a. Um, I do believe that is a blue Russian cat that's in that movie. So it is the smoky all over gray looking cat, Um, and it is adorable. He is, like, the cutest thing, and I get um, these really great pictures sent to me with, you know, just various random moments of, 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 you know, it's a Blue Russian cat, and he named it Blue, but spells it B-L-U, and so um, I get these random photos sent to me. Um, periodically throughout the day of of Boo and his many random acts of what he's doing. You know, he's stuck to the window like one of those little sucky things you put in your car, or he is, you know, chilling out on his lap and just kind of burrowing down between his legs, or today I received a picture of him sitting up on the TV stand with his face like centimeters away from... He was watching a basketball game trying to catch the ball, so... (laughs) <laughs> he is having a great time getting used to his new, you know, forever home. And he was a rescue cat, I do believe. So kudos for that. And, you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing, and, and he's just bringing so much joy. And he is the cutest cat. And hopefully we can get a picture or two put up, you know, on the site so you guys can see him. And the reason I actually bought um, brought Blue up the is because the last hope lions many of their team members consist of the the smoky colored cats. So I think that blue will be pulling for the last hope lions because even um, Monty Hairball he appears to be a blue Russian. So I think this is a team full of like the blue Russians. Okay, okay, well yeah, there you go. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to let them know that the blue Russians. No, what is it? What is the name of the team? Yeah, the team themselves, they're called the Last Hope Lions, but they consist of the Blue Russian kittens, so they all have that kind of smoky gray kind of color, that mixture of gray Um, and black. I'll let them know that it's his team and that's who we should root for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Although, they may be rooting for them, and you'll be rooting for Boomer's Bobcat. Because you you know I'm rooting for Boomer's Bobcat, of course. (laughs) That's where my that's where my money lies. But, hey, maybe best kitten team wins, i say. Exactly. And the good thing is no matter which one of them wins, they're all already adopted. Their status yes. is adopted, so they're good. So they're just out there strictly for fun. Yeah, they're showing their stuff, and they're going to go to their forever home. And I wanted to share this right quick with about um, Monty, some of his stats. Um, his hometown is listed as, New York Kitty. So instead of New York City, he's from New York Kitty. New York. <laughs> and his position is a bite tackle, and his favorite show is Claw and Order reruns. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You've got to love it. you got to love that. I mean, you can't make stuff up like this. You can't, you can't, you can't. So good luck to you, Mr. Monty Harball and the Last Hope Lions. Good luck to your team. If you guys got tonight's trivia question correct, you're up on your puppy and kitten game. Join us on our next vlog next Friday for our pet trivia question. And of course we'll have moved on from the puppy and kitten ball. Makes me sad, but, but we've had a good time focusing on that. So we'll have some new pet trivia questions for you this coming Friday. So just check us out at sheesautority.blogspot.com. And as always, the answers will be announced live the next day on our Missy Show broadcast. If you guys would like to join in tonight's conversation, you can hit us up at 347-838-8313 or listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sheesautority. Links from information used in tonight's episode can be found on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash Missy show or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Missy dot show four four. And just want to remind you also that the kitten bowl airs tomorrow on the Hallmark Channel at twelve eleven Central and the puppy bowl airs on Animal Planet tomorrow at 3, 2 Central. So make sure you guys check out both if you have the time or DVR it. So now on to Puppy and Kitten Madness. Puppy and Kitten Madness. <laughs> yes. You know, you know I, was, I was going through and I was thinking, you know, I, of course I was looking at the pictures of, of all the animals and everything, but I was wondering... When did all of this start as far as the Puppy Bowl? Because I know the Puppy Bowl was first and then the Kitten Bowl is fairly new because I think what this is their third season. Yeah, this is just their third one. But with the Puppy Bowl, I don't – I mean yeah, they've been coming on a good while now. Yeah, I actually went and dug up some kind of like when and how and why it all, how it all got started, actually. I found a great little article that kind of – kind of told about how it all got started and, and what how it came about, let's put it that way. And um, it came from Vanity Fair, and so they were saying, well, they came. They sort of gave a little intro about it, and they were saying, like, every Super Bowl Sunday, people who don't care about football but do, like, parties will make theme dips and Google who's playing and head to a friend's home to pass. Four hours of grass and just enough action to tweet about it, and the people tune in during the commercial breaks and at halftime are greater in the room spread during the actual game. These people back a team based on whether or not its quarterback is portrayed as a nice person, and these people lives changed forever in 2005 with the first airing of what is now the second highest rated TV event on Super Bowl Sunday, the Puppy Bowl. Wow. Last year about ten million people tuned in and that's as many people that watched the final episode of Breaking Bad. And I've never watched Breaking Bad, but I know there's a lot of people who do watch Breaking Bad. So mm-hmm. it was like packed people watching it. You see puppies running in circles inside a miniature fake stadium filled with shoe toys, the to cheer when a pooch happened to carry a toy to what had been deemed the end zone. <laughs> and mostly the dogs just take the toys from each other. And when asked if it probably was the most beautiful, stupidest stunt she's ever participated in, Melinda, let's say her last name right, top off, and I could stand it wrong, which is the executive producer at Animal Planet. So she said, by the way, oh, no, this is no question one of the best events that has ever graced, you know, Animal Planet's channel. And so I was also kind of going in and reading to see, how and when, and just, you know, because how do you just come up with this, Jay? I mean, I, I know you don't just say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to come up with the the Puppy Bowl. Blah, blah, blah. How did it all come about? So Wendy Douglas, who is currently the vice president of production at TLC, um, was with Animal Planet in 2005 and recalled a few people were gathered in an office and said that we should do something as counter-programming to the Super Bowl. So this idea came up. Let's get some puppies together and play on football in the NFL and run it for hours. Like people watching the Yule Log. You know how the Yule Log will burn on, um, I think it's QVC. When they're not on Christmas, they just kind of loop it and just put the Yule Log in the fireplace and run it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what the, they sort of said, let's do it like that. So many of the show's hallmarks were there in the first year having the animals enter in at the starting lineup, and sharing their names and titles like player stats, and during the first hour of the premiere broadcast, female viewership was up 67% from the same time, but the, um, from the same time the year prior. Um, and I, I, I want to say I watched it that first year because I think I remember seeing. You know, there's going to be a point i was like, what are they talking about? The football? Bowl? What did? Did you watch the first year, Jay? I don't think I watched the first year, but I remember you used to watch it when I didn't because you would tell me about it a lot of times yeah, when you started. to awesome. looking at it. I think I remember, and 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 I talked to people at work, and I and most of them were women were saying, "Did you see?" And then I'm thinking, yeah, and so I can understand what I say sixty percent, you know, came from from women, but men watch the Puppy Bowl too. And they were saying that, you know, Steve Martin and Paul, um, I don't know if his name is Steve, S-E-I-G, and Zach Braff actually tweeted about it. And then each year it would come on, it the leadership would increase year after year after year. And it became this big, big pop culture event. So now everybody knows about the football. Bowl. And like you were saying, it's cool for people like me and you who aren't football people. Yeah. So, and and plus we're animal people. So, I mean, it's the perfect thing. So you can still kind of get in on the Super Bowl kind of celebration because some of you may have spouses or, you know, family members who are into the Super Bowl. So this is a way where you can still kind of join in with the little festivities and everything, but you're just celebrating for the plucky more so than yeah. the human they, players. Well, you know, they were saying that, like, you know, before, you know, it was kind of just kind of low-key kind of a thing and, you know, just something for, you know, of course, I know there are a lot of females that are into football and all into that, so we don't want to say that it was just females watching because they don't watch football. Because I know I like sports and I'll watch football as well, too. But sometimes, like doing the commercials, you might want to flip over and watch a little bit of the football action or whatever. Or if you just don't like football, this is a great way to do it. But they were saying at, you know, at the beginning, it was just, it wasn't, it didn't have, a lot of, you know, backing or whatever, and now it has so many um, different um, um, organizations and and, um, companies that are backing it now, you know, like Gainco and different things like this that are actually buying, like for the Super Bowl, they buy time slots for the commercials, and for this, they buy, like, time slots and different things like that that are actually backing the whole, it's like this big whole production of people that want to buy in into the whole Puppy Bowl thing. Wow, that's crazy. But, I mean, it's a good thing, though, because all that advertisement, all of that hype about it, that gives attention to the important issue for pet adoption. So that's awesome. Exactly. And that's the whole thing they were saying. It was it was centered around what can we do to highlight and promote pet adoption. So they were like, what can we, you know, wrap around that whole platform and make it something that people want to watch and want to see what better way than to bring the animals that needed to be adopted into a form where you could actually see them, you know, but in a cute and adorable way and what could we attach it to. So for them it wasn't a thing of let the bowl. It was a thing of let us attach this to it as a supplement, and now it's kind of become its own entity, you know, where people are like, you know what, I want to take this little puppy bowl. So it it, it turned into this great, wonderful thing that started from just this small idea. And I find it interesting, Dee. I don't know if you know about this or you saw it, but um, this year's Puppy Bowl, and they, they do it every year, they um, have goat cheerleaders. <laughs> goat cheerleaders? Is it the goat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, they're gonna have a little goat because if you go on Animal Planet site under the Puppy Bowl, they have um, different links and um, they have adoption tales where they highlight certain ones of the players and tell you like their adoption story and actually show you the own um, the pet parent who um, adopted them. But one of the links um, up under that, they talk about the goat cheerleaders and they show the pet parents who are actually you know. Um, the pet parents for the goats, and they're holding the goats, and they talk about how gentle the goats are, and they're very similar to dogs if you uh, raise them very hands-on, so they're going to have goat cheerleaders. Well, you know what? I came across something that was so interesting to me that they're this, um, and I think it's on the same site that I found this other dog article on Vanity Fair, where they were saying that there are 10 uh, similarities that you'll find among the Puppy Bowl and the Super Bowl, and one of them <laughs> was the scene the still a Newcomer, which, for, of course, you have the Broncos and the Panthers that are playing, and everybody's, you know, obsessed with Cam Newton right now. I know everybody likes Peyton Manning as well. But um, they also said in the Puppy Bowl there's going to be a scene a stiller, which um, is a newcomer this year, which is Stanley the Skunk. Stanley the Skunk will be the referee this year. Oh, wow, uh, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> Yes, and, and of course, he's already in his black and white stripes. So, hey, what better person to ask to referee the the game than Stanley the sunk. So he's going to be the referee this year, everybody. So please make sure you look out for Stanley. I was just going to say I hope they don't have any major violation because I wouldn't want Stanley to end up spraying any of the puppies. Well, you know, you mentioned that because there are also, you know, <laughs> you know, and there's, you know, when we put this up, please everybody read these because they're hilarious. But um, there's also going to be something that was similar to, you know, you know how they have the unexpected things that happened during the Super Bowl. There was a blackout one year, of course, you had the whole Janet Jackson body thing, the debacle. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, um, the Puppy Bowl is going to have – they said that um, they are going to have a streaker that's going to go. <laughs> So there will be a turtle streaker this year entering and crossing the field streaking. So they want you to make sure you shield your children's eyes because, you know, we don't want you to have them watch some things that are inappropriate on the Puppy Bowl as a streaking turtle. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, they're pulling out all the stops on this. They're pulling out all the stops. They are. They are. They are. Um, the kittens, they're going to have to try to come correct to compete with that. Um, I, I think as far as their halftime, I think they usually share it with the puppies, and I think you were kind of mentioning that um, last week um, where they're going to have their puppy halftime show. Yeah. So that that's a good thing, too. So they share theirs with the puppies. Um, before we run out of time, I also wanted to just put a little bit of a spotlight on at least one of the um, animal shelters who's participating in the kitten bowl. And they um, actually, you know, donated some of the kittens. And they're called um, North Shore Animal League. And I guess this is where the North Shore Bengals get their name from. Okay. But, um They've saved more than a million lives, and let's see, as the world's largest no-kill rescue and adoption organization, they understand that a rescue isn't complete until each animal is placed into a loving home. Um, Their innovative programs provide education to reduce animal cruelty and advance standards in animal welfare. They reach across the country to rescue animals from overcrowded shelters, unwanted litters puppy mills, natural disasters, and other emergencies, and finding them permanent loving homes. So if you guys want any more information about North Shore Animal League, their website is animalleague.org, and they also have Facebook and Twitter pages. They're even on Instagram, so I think that's pretty cool. That is so cool. That's very cool. It's very cool because this is just like a win-win for everybody. I mean, we get to see adorableness for, you know, hours and hours on end. And the babies, the the great um, kittens and puppies get to get, you know, forever homes, which just will change their lives forever, you know. So this is just a win-win for everybody, and it's such a great, great, great idea for it. And I'm so happy that it kind of branched off to the kittens as well because the puppies were first, and I'm so happy that it branched off to the kittens too because it's, it's just a win-win for everybody. Yeah, it is, Um, and there's one other one I probably won't have time to read theirs, but they're called the Last Hope Animal Rescue, and that's where the Last Hope Lions get their name from. But if you want any further information regarding them, you can visit their website at lasthopeanimalrescue.org. So they're also another one of the organizations that are helping the kittens, and I imagine they help other animals too, just like the, the other one that I mentioned just before then. So cool. Very cool. Kudos to you guys. For the great Kudos party. to you. And I'm going to name one other team that I'm rooting for. I'm actually rooting for a different one from you and Blue D. I'm going to be rooting because mm-hmm. I like this, what Beth Stern said. She typically goes for the one that consisting of the black cats, the black kittens, because it's so hard for them to get homes. They're one of the last ones to be adopted. So their team is called, where's my? They are called the, let's see, home and family felines. So that's going to consist of either your black kittens or your Tuxedo kittens. So that's your black and white. So home and family felines. So I hope they win. Kudos to you guys. Everybody. Kudos to them. Kudos. And see, the time went by so quickly again, and we still didn't get a chance to, you know, talk about as much as we want to. But we will put up those links since it's a bit later tonight. They'll probably go up um, at some point tomorrow. But just make sure you guys do tune in to the Puppy and Kitten Bowls. Make sure you look out for that. We'll be doing some live tweeting for both of the events. And make sure you tune in to our show next Saturday. The topic is going to be Bad Breeds, What's the Real Story? So we're going to be talking about the breeds that typically get a bad rep, like the pit bulls and dobermans and things like that. So we're going to explore that. So make sure you guys tune in. And most of all, enjoy your puppy and kitten bowl weekend. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great weekend.